Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. One week ago tonight, Wingate University, you remember this. Final thoughts from each candidate will be around 45 seconds. We're going to start in reverse order and start with Lee Brown. I enjoy my clients. I love living here. I'm born and raised in this district, and I've raised my kids here. This district is important. We have the ideas that can bring this country around, but it only happens if you elect somebody that will absolutely put ten toes down and not be squished over when they're asked to by their superiors in the Congress. Senator Tillis isn't backing me because I've got way too much principle for that. And I'm grateful because this is time for us to get people elected that will stand strong. It won't matter if there's a red wave if we elect more Mitt Romneys. Elect Lee Brown, March 5th, LeeBrownForCongress.com. Thank you. And so that was a week ago, and now on the WBT Hotline, one-on-one on Good Morning BT with Bo and Beth here, it is candidate Lee Brown. Welcome to the show. Well, good morning. It's good to be with y'all. We're so glad that you took time to join us this morning. Now, if folks are just hearing your name for the first time, especially if they are in District 8, in your congressional district, and they didn't hear the debate, let's start with the big ask. Why? Why are you running for Congress in the newly drawn 8th District? And you know, why do you think you would be the perfect candidate to take over for uh, Congressman Bishop? Well, I appreciate that question, but I'm going to start with the end of what you said there, Beth, because you mentioned a perfect candidate. I don't think there such a thing exists. And frankly, I believe in politics, we've got to do a better job of electing people that we don't expect to be perfect, but that we expect to listen to us. That being said, I'm running because I feel the country that a turning point. I see it with what my kids are hearing in school. I see it in real estate with the attack on property rights. I see it every day when I go to food line to get groceries, and there's a feeling in the pit of my stomach that the folks we've elected in D.C. have turned into a class of elites that is separated from me and from you and from Bo and everybody who's listening, and I don't like that divide. Our country was built on servant leadership, not elite leadership, and frankly, as somebody who's been a realtor for years, and who said, I'm not bragging, I'm interviewing for a job. Well, I'm interviewing for the job of congressman because I think a new perspective from somebody who's had to earn their living every single day from scratch could be exactly the kind of viewpoint that helps things move in a different direction. So, Lee Brown, you were uh, unique last week in that you were the one person who was on stage the last time we did a debate before that. Uh, You've been in one of these uh, hotly contested primaries before, and obviously in that first one, District 9, that Dan Bishop ultimately won, you didn't win that one. But what did you take away from that experience that now says to you uh, uh, that I've got to do it differently this time around? And so what's the strategy to break out from the pack? Because one of you has got to do that. Well, for starters, I live in the district this time. So last time in the old District 9, my residence was four miles outside the district boundaries. And even though I owned real estate inside Union County, the voters were very clear at saying, we want one of us to be elected. And I was told that many, many times, so I took it to heart. And then, of course, the other thing I learned that was, I think, a good lesson for everybody who hates how nasty politics can be Mm -hmm. 
I never got into the whole attack mode because I'm just not wired for that. And Dan, who has done a ridiculously good job in the Congress and been so effective so quickly, he and I spoke all the time during the primary and after because the relationships should matter more than the person in the seat. And what Dan would call me about was to get my input on real estate-related issues, to ask me what I was seeing in the field and what I was seeing from my professional standpoint because he understood that his expertise was not in that particular strain, and he looked for input. Well, we built a great relationship, and I think that's something that I could bring to the table because I'm a relationship builder, and I learned how things could be done well, and that's what I want to carry forward. Now, you just mentioned that um, Congressman Bishop would reach out to you for real estate issues. You mentioned in your uh, your first answer that you notice what's going wrong with our country when you just go to Food Lion. You know, down the street, you realize that inflation is a big issue. What are some of the top issues that you plan to go to Washington fighting for or fighting against if you are the person that makes it out of this pack of six? That's a great question. I don't think there's any di- dispute right now that the number one issue we're facing is this open border. It's affecting every angle of life. And I have a friend who knows where these illegals are being dropped off right in Cabarrus County. And when I've asked the local law enforcement about it, they've said there's nothing we can do unless they commit a crime because there's not really a a good basis for going after it. But when people come into our community, we want them to have followed the laws. So I just want to point out there, too, I think the immigration and immigrant word has become conflated. Not everybody who comes to this country is an illegal border crosser. I mean, Charlotte's area is completely full of people who've immigrated here following the laws. They've been an amazing contributor to the society. They've done the assimilation. It's been good for all of us. The issue we're talking about, just to be very clear, is the people who refuse to follow our laws and want to come in. And they're coming in bringing fentanyl. And I can tell you the impacts are happening because one of my daughter's best friends had a fentanyl overdose, not through something she intended to happen, but being young and frankly young and stupid, you shouldn't die for being young and stupid, but the fentanyl shouldn't be here. It's being manufactured in China and brought over the border. The sex trafficking, I mean, we should all be completely horrified at what is happening right under our noses in this district. I mean, this is not something that's happening miles and miles away. We know that Concord Mills Mall is one of the biggest sex trafficking hubs in the country, and our law enforcement are doing everything they can to shut it down. Our DA in Cabarrus County has made it a mission. Our sheriff is working so hard to get a handle on it but you're putting a finger in the dike, and we've got to get it stopped. So when I looked at that vote yesterday on my workers, I was just astonished that we don't have a full-throated, the man is not doing his job response from both parties, because this is not something that affects one side of the aisle or the other. It affects every single citizen, and it's primarily affecting people who don't expect it to hit them. I mean, I'm not going to take illegal drugs. I don't feel like I'm as much at risk of fentanyl, but I see a young person who's staring at social media. Their brain's not fully formed. They're targets. And the same thing with the trafficking going on, which is existing human slavery. In fact, that vote yesterday on Mayorkas, they could have started with the fact that he's 
trying not to do his job. The fact that the border agents are being told not to enforce the border is, to me, the biggest dereliction of duty outside of not doing the proactive things to close the border and deport the illegals that are amongst us. But instead, they're actively saying we're not going to do anything. And I think that's, I wouldn't allow it in my house. I mean, think about it. When you were being coming up as a teenager and you wanted to break the rules, I think all teenagers do, you expect your parent to say, no, we have boundaries here. And that's what makes for an excellent adult later on is learning how to respect boundaries. We're not doing that as a sovereign nation, and we should, because this is, it's just out of control, and I'm astonished that more people aren't upset about it. Lee Brown running for District 8 U.S. Congress. She was on stage with us uh, a week ago. She's got five competitors, and uh, they're all eyeing Super Tuesday coming up in about a month. We appreciate talking to you one-on-one, and I'm sure we'll talk again, but uh, hope you have a great day. Thank you, Bo and Beth. It's an honor to be with you today and appreciate what you're doing.